All right, welcome back to West Point and the campus of the United States Military Academy. Mike Macknick, John Leahy with you. And our score through two periods of play, the Warriors Trail Army 1 to nothing. Mike McMahon with us from the WarriorRinkRat.com website and blog, and also the Eagle Tribune. And, uh, well, Mike, uh, first game after the break, and uh, sometimes you see some, uh, you know, some sluggishness, I guess, if you want to call it that. Uh, some of that, uh, I thought, maybe more so earlier on in the game, a second period, some better scoring chances in particular for the, for the Warriors, but... Uh, uh, they find themselves on the short end of a one nothing score. Yeah, certainly I think they've gotten better as the game's gone along, but uh, like you said, there's certainly been some, some rust to shake off, at least it appears that way. An Army play the other night against uh, a Russian all-star team, I believe it was, in, in an exhibition game, so they sort of already have had that first game back after the break, and, and they're able to, to get their legs underneath them. That's not an excuse, obviously, but uh, you know they've sort of already had that game to, to get their legs back and, and shake that rust off, and I think that's what you're seeing from Merrimack in the early going here. Some uh, concern out over the, uh, the offense continuing to have trouble scoring, and that was the case the last couple of games before the break, and, and it continues again through at least through two periods here tonight. Yeah, you know, you've seen that number shrink considerably. That goals per game number through five or six games was around three and a half, and then it was at 3.3, and now I know it's under three. I think it's about 2.8. Obviously, with, with, with a zero up there tonight through two, it could drop even lower than that. So, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely a concern, especially when you know, this is an attacking team. Uh, we've heard everybody talk about it for a while. They, they want to attack. They want to uh, impose their will, and, and that is, needs to result in scoring. You know, if it doesn't, that's when you get yourself into trouble. So, uh, because they're getting chances. You know, I, I think they're getting chances, and when you do get offensive chances, sometimes it lends itself to... to giving offensive chances to the other end in terms of odd man rushes, guys beating guys back because some guys are down low by the net. So uh, if you don't convert those into goals, then you're going to have some problems. I still get the feeling that it just seems like they're not playing their game, or at least what we've accustomed to being as being their game. And you think back to the wins over Boston College and even the game down at BC that they didn't win, or the two games against Boston University, they were much more physical games. It seemed like they were you know, more uh, involved in that type of play and, and able to get to pucks and get guys in front of the opposing goaltender. And, and uh, they had trouble doing that against Northeastern, and they're having trouble doing it again here tonight against Army. Yeah, and getting pucks to that too, I think, is... Uh, especially in the power play. I mean, the, the power plays there at the beginning of the period looked good. There was a lot of movement. They were they were keeping the puck in the zone, and they had a lot of good, uh, you know, a lot of good looks, but not really a whole lot of pucks going to the net and, and, and having that guy that's sitting at the top of the crease or or down in the back post just waiting to him trapping a rebound. I mean, uh, that's what we were seeing earlier in the year, just sort of throwing everything in the net. Anything, any puck you get to the net, throw on the net. And uh, they sort of gotten away from that a little bit lately, and, and I think we saw that towards the end of the first half of the season, and it's continued here tonight so far. Since you mentioned the first half, uh, let's do a little recap with you here. The first half of the season so far, uh, effectively, uh, we're all. This is really the start of the second half, even though uh, the the midway point of the schedule is going to be Saturday night. Their 17th game out of 34 at RIT, but. Uh, well, the first half of the season, 7-4-4, four, and four, coming into tonight's game, 5-4-3 and three in league play. How's that compared with what you expect? Uh, I think it's, be- it's better than what I expected. Um, I thought they were an improved team over last year, and they were just under 500. So, you know, I sort of expected a 500 or slightly above 500 team, and you look at the record, and 7-4-4 and four and four is slightly above 500, but I look at it as you play 15 games and you've only lost four of them. Uh, 
you know, whether win, lose, or tie, if, if you told me through 15 games of the break they'd only have four losses on their record, I would have said they were doing pretty well. So uh, I think it's it's above what I was expecting. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to ask you to, we're going to go through different areas, ask you to get, come up with a grade, a letter grade, uh, even a range if you want to, uh, however you want to do it, uh, maybe a number grade or a letter, however you want to do it. Uh, let's start with the goaltender, uh, where I think I know what you're going to say here. So we'll start off with the easy one, uh, the goaltender, Joe Canada. A plus, without, without question. We were talking about it off here. We've seen it again tonight. Uh, there have been on-man rushes, and there have been a breakaway there in the first period where, where Joe Canada has kept them in a game. I mean, this game right now could be 3 to nothing. Um, he's, he's kept them in games. I, I think he's played his best in their biggest wins this year. Just A+, plus, A++ plus plus if I can go higher than that. I think he's been the MVP. How about that defensive play? Defensive play at the beginning of the year, I think, was uh, was probably uh, you know a, a high C. Uh, lately, I think the defensive play has actually gotten better. I thought especially against Northeastern, they, they did a much better job sort of playing that packet-in, block-and-shot type of game. I think lately they've probably been playing like a like a B or a B plus. Uh, and even tonight, you know, they outside of the odd man rushes, which again is sort of created by having chances on your own down low, and, and they're able, the Army's able to come back the other way with an odd man rush. Uh, when they're set up in the zone, and when other teams have had you know five on five set up in the zone, they don't they're not getting many chances. You know, a lot of it's being kept to the outside, and there's guys getting in front of pucks. So pretty, I'd say a high B. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Uh, you know, it's wor- some room for improvement, but overall they've done a pretty good job in uh, offensive play. At the beginning of the year, it, it was right up there with an A. Uh, you know, I, I'd say recently it's probably slightly b- below average. You probably have to go with like a C-. minus. Uh, and it's not for a lack of chances, because even tonight they've had some chances. Jesse Todd's had a, re- a couple of real nice chances down low, uh, down by the net, but not able to convert on anything. I mean, you can have as many chances as you want. If you don't convert, you don't convert. And, and that's where they've been having trouble lately, is, is you know converting those chances into goals. Yeah, they're on pace again to get 30 shots in this one. They get 22 through two periods, but uh, at least so far, don't have anything to show for it. Let's talk about special teams. Uh, penalty kill <laughs> has to be an A. Yeah, penalty kill, of course. It's hard to not be an A when you're the best in the country. And, and you know, hey, a lot of that goes back to Joe Canada, too, uh, who I, I don't know the numbers, but he's got to have pretty good numbers on the PK. I mean, he's, he's had some huge saves. Uh, I can think back to a couple of power plays against Boston College. In both of those games at homes and wins, where BC was pressuring late on a power play where, where he'd flash the glove or just make a big save. They just look very confident, I think, on the penalty kill, too. You can tell that the units, they're a cohesive unit, and they do a nice job of clearing the puck where they need to, You know, get, helping each other out, uh, not getting caught out of position very often. And so, yeah, I agree, the penalty kill, uh, like you said, can't do any better than number one in the country, uh, power play. Uh, power play, you know, it's sort of like the offense. At the beginning of the year, it was doing pretty well. I, I wouldn't have given them an A, but probably, you know, B, B plus. Uh, lately, I think things have settled back down uh, to probably average. I mean, when, when you compare their power play to the rest of the league and to the rest of the country, I don't think they're below average. I, I certainly think they've got, right now, a very average power play when you look at, at what other teams are doing, so probably a C or a C plus. Uh, but at the beginning of the year, I think that would have been a, a mid to high B as well. Yeah, it's funny. You look at the uh, the numbers and the chances they're getting, and, and uh, it seems like they're getting chances on the power play, uh, but the, the pucks aren't going in, and uh, maybe not getting to... I thought earlier in the year, getting the more rebounds, getting more pucks, uh, uh, you know, getting two pucks right right around the goaltender, and, and uh, lately that's proven to be more difficult. Yeah, and, and that uh, goes back to what we were talking about earlier, getting pucks to the net. I think they were getting a lot more pucks to the net earlier in the year, whether it be on the power play or, or an even strength. And uh, now, you know... It, 
I'm sure some of that has to do with, with how teams are playing them too. I mean, you know, got to give credit to some of these some of these opponents who might be doing something, uh, you know, tactically to, to prevent shots from getting to the net. Whether it's doing, hey, you know, I think Merrimack's one of the better shot blocking teams in the league, and, and certainly in hockey, especially in the penalty kill. And, and if other teams are, are, you know, taking a page out of their book and getting their bodies in front of shots. That's less pucks that are getting on net. That's less opportunities you have on rebounds. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because that's another thing that I feel like, you know, when you see when, when they're blocking shots, that's another component of their game that tends to be a sign of how well they're playing. And, and I, there was a, a play back in that second period where Coochie uh, uh, went down blocked a shot. And I, I remember at that point thinking, boy, they haven't been an awful lot of block shots tonight. Yeah, it, it's funny. I actually said the same thing. And, and it was one of those plays, too, where he almost looked a little tired. I think he'd been out there for a while. It was towards the end of a shift. Uh, and in, in my head watching the play, I said, well, you know, he, look, he looks tired. He's got to get off the ice. But Army has the puck in the offensive zone. What are you going to do? Uh, and he sort of just goes out there between the circles and gets down on a knee with his body facing the, the shooter. And uh, you never know where you're going to take a shot when your body's facing the shooter like that. And, and he just went down and got a block shot. And it's one of those things, like, I, I think you're right. Uh, we, we've seen it more. I think we start more in the second period. But... You know, I don't think we've seen it as much as we've seen it earlier in the year. I think earlier in the year they were they were getting a lot more blocked shots than they were against Northeastern and, and, and tonight as well. All right, what do you see here? Second half, we're underway tonight, as you mentioned, 40 minutes already in the books towards the second half and this club trying to achieve its goals. Uh, how do you think shake, things shake out at the end? You know, I, I think they're a home ice team. Uh, I actually picked them to finish third in the league. Um, I, I, I think that's attainable when you look at where they are. I mean, everybody's still sort of bunched up. Uh, and pretty close together point-wise. Uh, but I, I think their home ice team, I think a lot's going to factor in, you know, where, where you've already played BU twice, a lot's going to factor in how you do against Maine. You've still got three left with them. And, and I think your three, four, five teams are going to be BU, Maine, Merrimack in some sort of order. Uh, and a lot's going to have to do with that BU game that they have coming up, uh, well, I guess two weeks from now, actually, or next week, uh, or two weeks from now. And then how you do against Maine in those three games. Uh, if you can take care of business against Maine at home and, and split on the road, I think you're in pretty good shape. Of course, getting a win in Orono is always tough, but I still think they're a home ice team. Uh, I, I picked them as sort of being a bubble home ice team in the beginning of the year, uh, but looking back at things, I think their home ice team is just going to be a matter of, of taking points you got to take. I think their, their schedule, when you look at they're done with BC, two out of three with BU are done. I mean, most of their games, and, and I did the math at some point, I don't remember what it is. Uh, but out of their remaining league, league games, they have more games against teams behind them than teams ahead of them. Uh, so they, they are going to have opportunities to get points. If you take care of business against the teams you should take care of business with, and I think they're home ice Yeah, I think the key is going to be whether or not they can solve these offensive doldrums they're going through, uh, whether or not it uh, turns around soon or continues the rest of the season. So, uh, Mike, good as always to see you. Uh, happy uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have a safe drive home tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right, that's Mike McMahon from the Eagle Tribune and WarriorRinkRat.com. He's running the live blog on the game tonight, so you can pick it up if you are online right now at that website, WarriorRinkRat.com.